I rubbed my palm against my forehead, not caring if I was causing wrinkles. An entire crypt, a necromancer, and the bloody pole of Sharon cannot just vanish. Cheney had said to Sebastian and Sai when they had arrived at the castle the next morning to report they couldn't find anything. No leads, no clues, no hope. The day before had been a hell of a day. I died, traveled through purgatory to find the pole of Sharon, and then came back from the dead. Cheney, well, he had dealt with some seriously overdue family issues. We'd spent most of the night talking, filling each other in on what happened. Secrets between us had to stop. But for that to happen, we both had to make an effort. One crisis after another got us to this point, and I wasn't waiting for another one to make changes in my life. No matter how bad the situation seemed, it could always be made worse and more hurtful by not being honest. Just thinking about all the drama that could have been avoided had I not felt the need to handle everything on my own was staggering, and frankly, somewhat embarrassing. I'd even told him about kissing Corbin and the bond, which wasn't exactly a fun conversation. A vampire was bonded to me, whatever that meant. Neither Cheney nor I had any dealings with vampires before I embraced my human half. There was only one way to get answers, and that was to talk to Corbin. But whether or not those answers were ones I could trust was a different story. Sure, he helped me make it through purgatory, but not without incident. For as much as I learned about him, he was still a mystery to me. He helped me because he had his own motive for going to purgatory, and his plans changed only because of the bond. But where did that leave us? Or what he expected from me? What do you think, Celine? Sebastian asked, pulling me back to the present. I blinked a few times, then looked at him. About what? I asked, yawning. What we've been talking about, the crypt, frost, the end of the world as we know it, any of that ringing a bell? He replied, his tone sharper than normal and his eyebrows pulled together. You know, the little things, my cousin Sai said, an amused glint in his silver eyes. I knew him well enough to still see the worry underneath. We were all worried. We seemed to have an out of the frying pan and into the fire situation before us. Yet another crisis. I had to bring back the pole of Sharon, which had a largely unknown amount of power and the terrifying ability to tear the veils between worlds, from purgatory, or lose my life and my soul to a seriously creepy hoodoo priestess. So I did it. However, bringing the pole to the abyss threatened life as we knew it. Something I wish I had known yesterday. The moment I touched the pole in the underworld, it healed all of my wounds, and the sheer force of its power coursed through my veins. It was incredible. If I possessed it with my current magical abilities, armies would fall at my feet, governments would crumble around me, and the abyss would be mine to cherish or crush at will. One thing was clear. Nobody here needed or could be trusted with that kind of power. In retrospect, I probably should have just let her kill me.